Thunderbird Argo. Uh, first off, just off the bat, I want to s- apologize for. It's too late. Um, the last episode. Oh yeah, because of the original, the original nutter, shy one. Yeah. Um, turned her mic, mic, mic off. Yeah. Was it off or just? It was just the thi- no, because we've had people on before who've held it down here. Yeah. And I mean, it might be that she held it down here, but I feel like it's very likely that it was just that it just was turned, turned off because it was so quiet. Right. It was so. It was like you can't hear anything quiet. So is it unput out? A bull. Uh, I put it out and then I took it back off. Okay, I respect that. I respect our dedication to the listeners. Yeah, uh, because s- and sound quality as well. Well, I got an email. Twenty kilobytes per second. <laughs> dollar killers out there, hollow me. I wouldn't you know have known, but someone sent me quite an angry email. Oh yeah, same saying what? um, she can't, she can't hear fuck all. Uh, it says this shy one le- episode is unlistenable. Was she sitting three rooms over during the recording? Do you check these before uploading? I'm a day one chatty patty here, and I will continue with the donations. I just thought I'd let you know that some people might not. Yeah. Uh, Very terse. <laughs> yeah. And, the thing is, and what I said, uh, which is that I do check the sound. Yeah. But if the sound is good in the first no, 10 minutes. No industry trade secrets on this podcast. No more, no more. We we do we do what is necessary, innit? Yeah, yeah. I we do... No more peeling back the fucking curtains. I wouldn't say the bare minimum. Cause yeah, we do a lot. We do a lot. We we you know we we grind for this show. You lot you lot don't even know what we do for you lot. That's true. You you don't even know. You don't care either. That's the thing. So you do you know what? Yeah, let's let's turn Keep it back you. on them. Um, and talk about how they're actually selfish and they need to think about other people. Um, before we move on as well. Yeah. Um. I've got a uh, um, uh, what? Uh, but I have to give some birthday shout-outs. Okay, is it um, is one to yourself? No, one of them <laughs> isn't actually to myself. Well, shout-outs to yourself um, for the just gone birthday. Hi, both. Long-time listener and Chay Pay here. Can you please give a birthday shout-out to my brother John? His birthday is on the seventeenth, so hopefully you'll have a new episode out by then. I recommended the show to him, and now he's a paid-up Patreon sub as well. He recently bought a one-bed flat on the 12th floor of an ex-council block in the wastelands of North Manchester. He desperately hopes the area will become gentrified so that it might actually be worth something. On a related note, where do you think the next area of London to become gentrified will be? I hear a lot of 20-somethings are now moving to Streatham. Keep being cunts. Thanks. Well, happy yeah. birthday, John. Yeah, happy birthday, um, John. Do your thing. Absolutely no problem with gentrifying any on part the of Manchester. Ladder. Yeah. Uh, I I hear that. I'm on that. Uh I'm trying to I'm trying to buy it up north as well. I'm trying to buy it in Liverpool. Yeah. You know you know about my Liverpool schemes. Yeah. Um I'm trying to make them happen. Patreon listeners. Yeah, the chatty patties ain't trying to make it happen. That's all I know. I sent you your Patreon money, by the way. Is it? You. Okay. Yeah, hit the I account today. Okay, thank you. I didn't, I didn't. I didn't check my account, but thank you very it's much. It's there. Um, you know, and there's more of it this time because. Well, actually, I don't know. I don't oh, know how much you got last time, but I don't know. I get an extra eight pounds because of the. Uh, yeah, because of the SoundCloud. Cause, uh, cause, yeah. yeah, and because you. Uh, also, because and because you'd suck me off. I just deserve it. And speaking you of suck me off, every, sucking you off every, every third podcast we do. Welcome to the. The second, sorry. Second, yeah. 
Second uh, inaugural. The second inaugural fan fiction extravaganza. Um, yeah, in all my years of taking a piss out of fanfic, I never thought I'd become when it's Stan. Ab- when it's about you, oh, it's yeah. different, isn't it? Yeah. I feel like, yeah, actually, do you know what? You're right. Because mm. when anything's about me, it's sick. Yeah. And I like it. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, anything that makes me feel like I'm different. I'm different. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm different. different. Pulling up to the scene with the Silamissant. Yeah. Uh, that's That makes me feel good. Um, knowing that people are just thinking about me. I'm on people's minds, you know? I like that as well. Makes me feel nice. You know, if I, f- if it's, if, it, if I sound a bit slow today, it's because, like, I had a bit of a birthday sesh on the weekend. And my brain is a little bit broken. Uh, I haven't actually seshed since New Year's Eve. Yeah. Um, so that was, like, what, five months ago? Five months ago, yeah. Um, oh, and I've only sort of had, like, man. getting pissed sort of nights, um, which is fine. Oh. But... It's made me uh, realise that I probably shouldn't do it anymore. <laughs> probably shouldn't do that because what's the payoff from like spending hundred odd quid on drugs and then just sitting up watching UFC until six in the morning? You know, um, it was fun. It was fun. The thing is, you could have just done that with just beers. And yeah, had probably the same amount of fun. Yeah, maybe more fun. Yeah, an equivalent amount of fun. Yeah. Um, but you know, I you know what I let people do do them do them um, yeah that's what I needed yeah. I just needed to do me for a night you know <laughs> yeah uh, and now um yeah, I had a personal training session today as oh you yeah. all know yeah and uh, it was like starting again pretty much yeah uh, my trainer was like oh yeah alcohol stays in the muscles after oh. you drink a lot of it so which is like bad to know. Yeah. Actually, it's good to know, but it's bad yeah. that that's why. Okay. I was trying to do. Um, I was doing. Uh, what's it called? Uh, like the thing where you, like you, you've got the chest plate thing here, and you pull right. them up towards you. Sort of this thing. Right. And it was only like it was like twenty five kg, but yeah. struggling. Yeah, but if you're how many? You're probably doing bare reps, hello. Twelve reps. Yeah, that's long. With three sets, so I had to do that. How's three times twelve? Thirty-two. Yeah. No. Twelve, twenty-four, thirty-six. Do you know what I mean? That was a lot. My arms were fucked. What do, is that? Not what you though. do. Um, I, I haven't been to the gym since about four months ago now. Really? Since the last time I uploaded the Insta story. Oh yeah, you did gym. your Insta. Yeah, yeah. I haven't yeah. been to the gym, so <laughs> you'll uh, know when I've been to the gym. Yeah. Because I'll yeah. announce it. True. Do you think I should start doing that? I think you should. Um, I think you need a before picture. I don't upload that yet. Yeah. And then once you've got an after picture, which is dramatic enough, you should drop it. Yeah, yeah. And just have the ti- have the timeline shook. Sometimes I wonder if I'm too hairy f- for the gym. People who go to the gym and take what? photos aren't like hairy. Yeah, but that's because nah. But gay guys are like hairy and true, true, and they get it in. You do they have, do get you it. You do have gay guy thighs, actually. Do I? Yeah. I want these to go down a bit. What? <laughs> yeah. I'm for jiggling the, them. Yeah, for the podcast listeners. He's jiggling them like when strong men do jiggle their teeth. He's like, dude, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm doing the Terry Crews uh, um, peck thing yeah, with my legs. Yeah. Do you like that? 
No. Can you do that? N- no. Can you not do that? Have you not got leg muscles like that? I, d- I don't have the inordinate amount of jiggle like that. No. <laughs> Speaking of jiggle, let's get on with these fanfics. Lego. So this one's called Fan Pick, um, but doesn't actually have any picks. Have any picks involved in it at all? But we'll we'll get we'll get there. You know, we like reading with our eyes. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, pictures were actually you have to read. You have to read with your eyes, isn't it? Hmm. You know, like read. Yeah, you know what I meant. Okay, let's go. Fuck's sake. Scream Tushin as the loading wheel signalled the end of his phone's battery life. Standing loading wheel. Mm, thank you for what? assuming that I have an iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's nice you've to know got, you've got the most uh, Android energy. Of no, me, it's anyone. nice to know the thing. The the listeners think I have a a iPhone aura. Yeah, when really I'm an Android. I mean, you do I'm a bit. because You're very like you know elitist. That is true, and that's what iPhone users are. But I'm also modest, like, yeah. like Jesus. You're like also a man Android. of the people. Yeah, You're yeah. a working stiff. Yeah. And working stiffs have androids. It's true. Standing by Silicon Roundabout on a rainy April night, he was now disconnected from his entire world. Fucking Sven, the banker who bankrolled his first foray into hookers and cocaine, had heard the podcast. And in a fit of nostalgia, had suggested they recreate Tushin's coming of age once again. The plan was to meet at Old Street Station, pick up, and head back to his executive apartment. But Sven was nowhere to be seen. Was that his name? No, it was... Did you say it was? No, it was a... Uh, a mixed-race, balding, Canadian guy from Toronto. Right. He was into hip-hop. Where would a coked-up 40-something spend a Friday night in Shoreditch, he thought out loud. <laughs> Fuck it. May as well chance it. As Tushin approached Cowper Street and the bouncers eyed him up suspiciously, he already felt ill at ease. But God be damned if he was missing another opportunity to live the high life on Sven's buck. The bouncers shone their flashlights in his face before begrudgingly letting him walk through XOYO's hallowed doors. As he descended the staircase, he could feel something was off. It was 1am on a Friday night. Why did it feel so empty? As he emerged onto the dance floor, it became clear. He scanned the dance floor. Three heart not in it dancers were what? Three heart not in it dancers were not he floor gently swaying. Were on the floor gently swaying. Sorry. Well, I mean, I'm not sorry because I didn't say yeah. not he floor. I didn't. So that's I didn't write that, so I yeah. can't be blamed well, for you like. Also, didn't read it beforehand, but let's I did read it we'll, we won't get into that. Um. Three heart not in it, heart not in it dancers yeah. were on the floor gently swaying. But yeah. as the DJ dropped the third Nina Simone track in a row, they all gave each other a knowing glance and made their way to the exit. Tushin glanced towards the DJ booth. All he could see through the smoke and lasers was the silhouette of a tall, incredibly handsome, dreadlocked man. Who on earth is this dance floor destroyer, he wondered. Almost instantaneously from behind the decks emerged none other than Bradley Zero, walking with purpose towards him. He leaned into his ear and started to speak. Sorry, mate. Management are saying I've got to finish early. Staff costs are way more than the bar takings tonight. I can't believe how badly my 12-week residency has sold. That's actually very triggering for me because I have maybe had a few nights where we've where we've been asked to finish early. Because of that? Something like, something like that. 
They were trying to give them away this week, but absolutely no one was interested. Ah, oh, shit. Sven was nowhere to be fucking seen, and the call centre paycheck hadn't dropped yet. How the fuck am I going to get back to Southside? Our hero wondered. As he considered his options, Bradley leaned in again, bending to an almost crouch to be face-to-face with Tushin. Before he knew it, Bradley's pillowy lips were on his dry, chapped, and frankly disgusting mouth. As he surrendered to Bradley's incredible kissing, he realised his life was about to change. Bradley forcefully but gently moved them towards the unoccupied green room. Before he knew it, he was on his knees, taking his nemesis's swollen member in his mouth. Suddenly, he felt the burning light of an iPhone torch. What the fuck are you doing, he murmured. Bradley Zero's radio voice switched on and he started speaking as if reading from a script. Welcome to Boiler Room 606 livestream. Inside tonight, the one and only Tushin. <laughs> the end. Um, that's th- that's realistically the only way I'm going to get in Boiler Room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and <laughs> I like that again. Um, sort of M. Night Shyamalan style twist. Yeah. It was no. good. I like. I enjoyed that one. Um, he sucked you in, literally. Well, yeah. you sucked him in, real, rather. Uh, uh, I really like the um, very evocative of the location. Yeah. Even, yeah. Even someone's said, been to X O Y O. Yeah. Someone. They know the name of the street it's on. Yeah, I didn't know what name of the street it was yeah. on. Um, when he said that street, I was just fucking baffed. But it yeah. could have been any. I mean, I worked around that area for like fucking five years. Yeah. And because I've got the world's worst sense of direction, I don't know the fucking name of any of those. People will be like, oh, I'll meet you at, on Curtain Road, yeah. you know, at four. And I'll be like, all right, I have to get my maps out because I don't have to get Curtain there. Curtain Road. I've heard of that one. I'm, I know where it is if you showed me. Yeah. I, I people who know there. the name of roads rather than like just where the roads lead to are fucking weird. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. I why, agree. Why, why do you know the name of, of roads? That's, yeah. That's silly. My hair smells delicious. It smells like barbecue. Do you like that smell? It smells, yeah. That's probably a Mongolian thing. Like That's probably like a Mongolian pheromone, just (laughs) barbecued meat. (laughs) If I go to the uh, embassy right now and get my dick sucked, (laughs) straight away. So you've uh, got a barbecue, eh? You know we're about 800 miles from the nearest human. Mm. How's about we make another one? That's you and uh, or whatever the women's names are like. Yeah, that's not, that, uh, that's not far off, is it? That, I mean, that <laughs> is... I don't know how you know my cousin. <laughs> uh, just stay off our Facebook. Uh, that's all I ask. Do you actually have any, like, fit cousins or anything like that? It's hard for me to say if they're fit or not. But you must, like, be able to, like, tell a little bit. Um, is there what? Is there not one I think of the most like attractive cousin I have looks the most like me. So I yeah, don't know okay. what that says about me. What's their name? Are they on Facebook or I'm what? not doing that. Nah. I'm do you, I'm I'm gonna bait out my fucking cousin on yeah. this podcast. Yeah. With these savages everyone, that listen. Everyone should add her. <laughs> yeah, as fucking if me. Yeah. Is it just you with that girl filter that everyone's doing these days? I do you know what? I did it on my Android disgusting phone and it looks terrible. Yeah. It looks fucking shit. Yeah. I uploaded a, a um an Instagram story today as well of like me guessing about how much the the grass has grown in my garden. I watched it back. It looks like it was filmed. Is it really choppy? It looks like it was filmed on a webcam from 2002. Like, yeah, a picture of Aaron Ramsey when he was 14 yeah. would have been taken. Like, I don't it's know Bebo how quality, and I don't understand why. But how does this? Because all these, 
all these Android phones are like, oh, we've got like the best camera. Like it's got like five then, bajillion big megapixels. Yeah, but the then fuck? when then when you look at, you can just tell someone's got an Android from their Instagram. Nah, stories. do you know what? Do you know what? It's because it just goes like. Nah, it's because all these um Snapchat and Instagrams, yeah, for button. They're all made for um, iPhones. Optimized yeah, for iPhone. Optimized for iPhone. So Man, once you put what well, it looks fine so on your phone, once you put it up, it's like they they want you to know your poor fam. Yeah. Between why does Twitter want you want people to know that you're on Android? Why? What what purpose does that serve? Divide and conquer, man. For real, for real. People people thought race race was gonna be <laughs> the worst one. No, so it's this actually is the, this is the Android iPhone. Yeah, I think Android versus iPhone. That's gonna be like well, that's iPhone. Be pe- the iPhone has the numbers, but Android probably has the you know the the tech type people who who are more they can hack into the into the mainframe. Yeah. So also you got more like probably just broke motherfuckers who just got nothing to do. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, like the I'm, IT I'm, guys yeah. uh, at Vice, they all had like next phones. Actually, they I think one of them had a Google Pixel, which actually looks alright, but no, it's really I expensive. I wouldn't use it just because like, it's really expensive. Mm. And Google, they're just listening to you. Nah, fuck that. They are listening to you. Google, blah, blah, blah. nah, mate, nah. What what if you just say Google like, yeah, I was googling and it's just listening to you. <laughs> Listening I mean, to me plotting my criminal activities. Yeah. All my Googles uh, on Saturday were how to sleep on cocaine. Mm. When does cocaine stop working? Am I ever going to sleep again? You ha- that was an auto-suggestion. Yeah. I mean, I have, I do do, I do that every time it, this happens. Yeah. And you and just go never, to and the it's same, always the same answers. It's always, yeah, it's always the same. I actually, this time I tried a, um, like a, I just type sleep into YouTube, yeah. and there's like some Australian guided meditation guy being like, yeah. picture it where there's a cloud, and that cloud is fluffy like that. Yeah, and uh, it, it was alright for a bit, but oh. then I just need a piss because you're trying to sleep for so long yeah. that you do a piss and then you need another one an yeah. hour later. It's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> fucking hate it. Can't stand it. So enough of that. <laughs> I think you should do drugs to do to yeah. I think you should have just take it value. Should I just get into pingers instead? Might be a shout actually. Might be cheaper. Well, pause this for a second. What have you got to take your washing out? So our next story of interest is called erotic fiction. Well, that's the title. Oh uh, right. No I one's really coming up with like titles like they were before. Do you know um, what? Title, that's a cherry on top. Yeah, you know I, mean? I agree. If you if you come up with a banging title, well done. That's hard. I mean, that's difficult. That is difficult. That's more difficult than writing the actual thing I would imagine. Personally, no, but... Hi, guys. Day one listener patron here. Laughed so much at the Heroic Fiction episode. I had to have a go myself. Enjoy. Thank you so much. And here we go. Bish and Tushin arrive at Joe Rogan's studio, ready for their <laughs> podcast with him. This is literally actually. Let's finish the story here. Is that is that, is that, uh, that turning you on? I've already, already came. Hey guys, says Rogan. So it's the two Brits from the only male feminist podcast on the internet. We've been trying to get you on for ages. Bishop Tushin walk into Rogan's man cave. Bottles of tequila are lying around. Sports ephemera. Huge leather couches. It's pretty chill. Rogan's got his trousers around his ankles. He's injecting some pig hormones into his thigh after his workout. 
Meanwhile, his assistant is loading up two bongs. Uh, I just like uh, to get a bit loose and grounded before we start the cast, guys. So much to talk about, says Rogan. Have a bong, guys? Oh, I don't smoke, thanks, says Bish. It makes me well para. Don't worry, it's just CBD. It won't do anything, says Rogan, slapping his leg muscle, or muscle, trying to get the syringe in. Cool, says Bish, and starts to suck down hard on the bong. Clouds of smoke billow around the man cave. Cypress Hill plays in the background from the surround sound. <laughs> oh shit, says Rogan. I think my assistant mixed up the bongs. You had my one, which was 100% pure Cali Big Dog. That shit's, shit's gonna <laughs> fuck you up. Rogan appears from behind his desk, trousers still down, finishing off his testosterone boost injection, and he's got a massive erection. The sort of erection that could pass as another limb. Fuck, this always happens. I can't do the podcast with this thing. Fuck, you guys are going to have to help me put this fire out. Jerk me off. Tushin is flicking through some of his vinyl, reading the back of some old school hip and Pearl Jam LP covers. An Indian chief statue holding a bottle of Jack Daniels overlooks him from the top of a bookcase. I don't do that gay shit, shouts Tushin. I ain't no batty man. Guys, just jerk it off. I'm in agony, screams Rogan. Jerk it, baby. Bish is starting to freak out, dribbling from the brong from the bong tripping out have you got any stellas mate i think i'm freaking out i just came over here to enhance the profile of my podcast jerk me off and i'll give you a stella says rogan joe reaches over and puts two hands around rogan's cock and starts methodically doing his thing tushin kisses his teeth and flicks further into rogan's vinyl box it's not enough you need to put those brit lips around it says rogan bish obliges I know you guys have come a long way and this is awkward, but those sweet Brit lips always do it. Russell Brand did it, and Brian Cox. Rogan was on a dangerous cocktail of penis enlargement pills, pig testosterone, Viagra, and Coke, and he begins to collapse. Bish starts having a seizure from the weed. His hands are still clamped around Rogan's cock and his jaw is locked and frothing at the mouth. Tushin can't work out whether it's cum or saliva. Seeing things are out of control, he dials 911 from his cell phone and orders an ambulance. By the time it arrives, it's too late. Rogan's had a massive heart attack and died. Bish's hands are still locked onto his cock. The police, the police arrive and taser Bish. <laughs> Take him into custody and charge him with manslaughter and statutory rape. Tushin made it out the back of the studio with all of Rogan's basketball vintage clothing and goes on to start a real estate business in L.A., Visiting Bish in prison when he can to carry on the shit show. <laughs> the end. <laughs> I like I the content on that. It was very good. The only the only note I'll give it, some of the dialogue was a bit stilted. Yeah. But other than that, perfect. Um, I liked it. Um, it was less of an erotic fiction, more of just a crazy story. More? <laughs> more... Um, I mean, I feel like they know as well. I mean, it I was quite a uh, Brett Easton Ellis. Yeah, you know, it was very um, ultra sexual violence. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Um, if I read books, I'd read books like that. Yeah, yeah. That just end in death and yeah. violence. I don't know why I go to prison for that though. Because <laughs> you killed him. I didn't kill him though. I don't know. You killed him. You, if you kill, if you are involved in in a death of Joe Rogan, the the people, it's gonna be like Nipsey Hussle for white people. Like people are gonna be pissed at you. Nipsey Hussle. What happened to him? 
You're sh- he died. You're yeah, I know, but why? Uh, I think... Does anyone know why? Yeah, it was like a crazy guy in the hood who's like a known snitch. I think it was got into an altercation with him. Nipsey also was like, get the fuck out of here. Fucking weirdo. And then he shot him. And he just came back and shot him. Or... It I don't know CIA because well, he was trying to tell everyone about yeah, how you can cure AIDS with spinach. Yeah. Um, my take on on the whole Nipsey Hussle thing is, I feel like everyone was on this mental health kick. Yeah. Where's where's the where's the uh, where, where, where's the uh, what do you want to call it? The consideration for the guy who killed Nipsey Hussle. <laughs> he was he was and a bit his mental health. That's what I'm saying. He was a bit. Um, depressed or something in it uh probably yeah this one is um it's a fanfic that imagines you and me as sonic the hedgehog and tails wow um, that's wow <laughs> so that's this is like a crossover and i think it's it's kind of inspired by this image which is a uh, hentai ish sort of um, Sonic and Tails love tryst. There's yeah. no cocks or anything. It's just them sort yeah, it's of weird. caught caught in in a kiss sort of thing. Yeah, I think the weir- the thing that's weirded me out is the tenderness more than anything. Yeah, well we'll see. We'll see. I'm used to seeing some cocks out. I'm used to seeing you know Lisa Simpson. Yeah, sucking off Bart. Yeah. Oh, you know. I used to love that. I grew up with that. Apparently that's not, like not shit. What do you mean? Well, like two child. Cartoon characters shagging is like apparently like. Well, you can go to prison. Maybe. It seems unfair. I st- probably still have those emails where like you people used to forward me gifts back in like 2002. Yeah. Of like, yeah. But on Lisa shagging. Yeah. I, remember, yeah, I remember one which is like Marge walking in the bedroom. Yeah. And it's like they're both in bed. Yeah. And she's like, oh, what's going on? And they're like, oh, Lisa had a bad dream, so she's going to sleep in here tonight. And yeah. then, like, you can see through the covers, and he's, like, shagging her behind from behind and shit. It's very weird. Yeah, well, that shit is fucking weird. Um, so, yeah, this is Yowie fanfic. Hey, um, let go. Based on the uh, yeah. Sega intellectual property Sonic the Hedgehog. Yippee! Screamed Bish the Hedgehog <laughs> as he <laughs> as he as he launched himself from the end of the forty-five degree ramp, tucking his little white gloves by his sides and spitting into a screaming blue blur. He came down, smashing on top of the machine, imprisoning the little woodland friends, burying his whizzing body into the heart of the hot core of the mechanism. It exploded in a flash of smoke and bent metal. Shuddering as it did so, Bish landed neatly next to the smouldering remains. Hooray! bellowed Tailshin <laughs> as he swooped down to his friend's side. Both beamed with enormous grins, hands on hips, as their four-legged friends hopped and bounded out of the wreckage and back to their families. Thanks, Bish. Thanks, Tailshin, shouted a tiny rabbit as it looked back, waving keenly. Free love, brother, Bish shouted as he waved back. Be a true child of the Rainbow Nation, Tailshin hollered back. The two paused, reveling briefly in their smugness as they watched the newly freed animals disappear over the brow of the hill, their elated giggling fading on the wind. 
The two heroes panted gently from their recent dash through stage three. Both swore they could feel a crackle of electricity as the fibres on the backs of their gloves, moist with sweat, brushed against each other in the briefest of moments. You were great out there, Tailshin said as he turned his gaze up at Bish. Well, Bish looked down to meet the gaze of his friend. I can only perform like that when I know you've got me covered. You in the skies and me on the ground. That's what you always said. <laughs> he pulled a handful of gleaming gold rings from his pocket and fingered them th thoughtfully. We're a team, Tailshin said softly as he took Bish's gloved hand in his. <laughs> I want to show you how grateful I am for always having my back, he said softly, his eyes adapting a reflective, glistening quality. <laughs> Here? stuttered Bish, his gaze darting around the glade nervously. Why not? We've beaten all the baddies. All our friends have left, cooed Tailshin. He slid down to his knees, <laughs> his gloved hand stroking Bish's thighs. He took Bish's semi-flaccid cock in his mouth. As it poked out from beneath the blue fur, Tailshin, eyes closed, began to slob on the shaft, working it with hand and mouth in a rhythmical, almost hypnotic motion. Bish's eyes began to roll back into his head. His hand reached out to grab one of Tailshin's orange ears, rubbing the soft fur between his fingers. <laughs> As Bish's cock grew and throbbed, Tailshin found it hard to fit the increasingly bulging member between his tight lips, though helped by the enormous amount of glistening spittle that had built up between them from the act of gratitude. Tailshin stared up at Bish, mouth full to bursting, as he as Bish stroked Tailshin's cheek. I I'm, I'm close, whispered Bish. Bish threw his head back, legs shuddering as he came, filling Tailshin's mouth with his hot tribute. Telshin gulped down the syrupy warm liquid, gasping as he pulled away. As he, as he sweat. Tribute. I've literally never heard. I've literally never heard anyone call it tribute before. Fucking die. I don't know about that one word. Tribute me. is great. Call, call me off. I'm going to start using that. Yeah, no, that caught me. Uh, that caught me. Uh. As he swept a trickle of cum from his whiskers and licked it longingly from his finger, he winked at Bish and said, I know how you hate mess. The end. That's wow. quite something. That was, um, that was, that was high art. That was, that, that was that not was only tender yeah. and erotic, but the, me imagining your face on the <laughs> body of uh, Sonic, the yeah. hedgehog character, Tails, was great yeah. as well. I think you, you might have a future in this. You might be able to sell, you, you know, you might be able to do more mashup crossover yeah. um, fanfics and make a make a quick buck on Amazon um, eBooks. In fact, I would sell love them for a, sell them for a for a buck a pop. You'll you'll be laughing, mate. Yeah, it's um. I'm very Great. happy with that. Great one. Any more, uh, you know, Yowie-inspired um, crossover fanfics with us as other fictional characters would be more than... I think the tenderness kind of is what creeps me out the most. The tenderness than, creeps yeah, you the, out. The, the, sex, the sex stuff, that's fine. Yeah. But when it's like a stolen look, that that kind of gets my back up a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. That was good, that was good work. That was good work. That I appreciate that. That was great. Also, tribute. Tribute right. is fantastic. 
a hot tribute. Yeah. If you got that from somewhere, where w- is that? F- is that the, that's not words that. I feel like that might be some weird porn shit, actually. Tribute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it is quite a weird one, isn't it? It's fantastic. Hot tribute. Hot tribute. It's great. It's great. I love it. Reminds me of when some bloke in some uh, Irish magazine referred to a like a dog shit as a substantial signature, which is a fucking great way of <laughs> describing a dog yeah. shit. Um. This one's called Bish and Tushin Go on a Gap Year. Hey. It all started when Bish and Tushin were backpacking through the wilds of the Mekong in Vietnam. Deep we, sh- it- we, sh- we should should we actually should we do you want to go backpacking? No. Why not? You would hate it. Let's go backpacking. You would hate it more than I think anything. I would hate it if we did it in Asia. Let's go backpacking in South America. You can do pack it there. Yeah, that's good true. Packet. That's true. I, I would die there, and I'm. I would die of AIDS there. Why not? <laughs> just fucking get. We can it. both just die. Should we just go and die somewhere together? Let's do it. Really sad. Um, it all started when Bish and Tushin were backpacking through the wilds of the Mekong in Vietnam, deep in jungle chink territory. Whispered Tushin, <laughs> side eyeing the locals as he slurped an enormous bowl of pho. There was something about the way he slurped and licked and smacked his spork. They had Bish feeling some type of way, but he immediately buried the feeling, guilty and ashamed as he was, alarmed at the way Tushin's culinary habits, which would have any normal person disgusted, turned him on. He instead turned his attention to the slim, smooth-skinned beauties around him, and suddenly, like deja vu, other buried feelings came to the fore, namely Bish's burning obsession with transform. (laughs) To Thailand, he mouthed. Tushin finished his pho and sat splayed-legged upon his chair, and he appeared to Bish in that moment, a kind of sexy Kubla Khan atop his throne, regal yet savage, and he swore he could hear the preternatural sound of Daddy, Daddy, calling to him. Fuck you looking at. Nothing, said Bish. Let's go to Bangkok. They arrived in Bangkok two days later after a long train journey. It had been heated and sweaty. The air had been close and thick, and the atmosphere intense. Tushin became so hot that he removed the fake Arsenal top he bought in Ho Chi Minh, revealing a deceptively wedged physique. You've been going gym, yeah? Bish could barely look at him and prayed his cock would not rise. It's all right, he thought. My chode would be hard-pressed to reveal itself through these beige cargo shorts. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Topless Carnival 2019, baby. And he posed like a bodybuilder. Topless Carnival, K-H-A-N. Can't like, Chinggis Khan. Topless Carnival 2019, more like Thought I didn't say it. Okay. They stayed at an inn on the Khao San Road. This guy's been to Vietnam. Yeah, this guy. (laughs) (laughs) This guy, hey. This guy might actually still be (laughs) Um... All night long, girls in the bar below fired ping-pong balls from their fannies to the sounds of old men singing karaoke. Tushid wanted to go out, but Bish was having none of it. He'd just demolished a ropey yellow curry and was considering a night convulsing in pain on the toilet. Fuck it then, innit? Tushin went out, alone. Bish spent the night in agony. He drank Thai brand whiskey all night, 
The ceiling fan word its endless revolutions and neon light peered through the blinds. A constipated Martin Sheen. Apocalypse bowels. Waiting for a Charlie that would never come. Only Tushin. Mercifully, the shits did come and he felt immediately better. Much better. And come Tushin did too, later that night, panting and sweating. He'd been mugged. What do you mean all the money's gone? Bish feigned concerned, for he had a plan up his sleeve. <laughs> Gonna need to borrow some money, mate. Bish sat silently and thought. You can do one thing for me, and I'll give you the money, he said. Yeah? What? Fuck me. <laughs> Bish produced a wig, a dress, and some makeup he bought earlier from his luggage. He was going to wear it himself, but fuck it. After some ensuing chaos and much whiskey, Tushin reluctantly agreed. Tushin made a pretty girl. Smooth and hard-bodied, just how Bish likes his shemales. It started slow and clumsy, but remarkably Tushin began to derive some pleasure. He entered Bish, and the ecstasy was written across his face. He squeezed his hips and struck Br Bish's fleshy white backside like he were an actual big-backed bad gyal. He fucked him harder and harder to the rhythm of the ping-pong girls below. Pop. 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 Harder and harder. So hard it felt as if all the world were moving as fast as he. As if the earth itself was hurtling at speeds impossible. Hurtling through the blackness of space. The blackness of that room. The ceiling fan and neon light took on another worldly form. Until finally he came. Hard. The mound of bish lay heaped on the wet bed. Tushin pulled out. Shame became him. And as Bish fell into rapturous sleep, Tushin contemplated. The sickly sweet smell of sex lingered. It poisoned Tushin's nostrils. Sickly sweet. <laughs> <laughs> he laid in that humid hot room and felt alone. He entered the bathroom. He was going to kill himself. But first, in his drunken post-coital stupor, he wrote his greatest ever work upon the steamed mirror. His legacy. Something to be remembered for. His life's work. For sale, bape shoes, <laughs> never worn. <laughs> However, the condensation soon dissipated and the work was lost forever, like tears in rain. And as the night fell all over Thailand, he looked over the hotel balcony, drew in a deep breath and threw himself off. The next morning, Bish, in utter shock, texted the only person he could think of, his dad, he replied only with a dismissive, solitary black thumbs up emoji. <laughs> <laughs> and even in that moment of despair, Bish let out a little laugh. The uh. end. Good. That was good. Good stuff. That was good stuff. Once again, a very high quality of uh, of writing there. Yeah, I have to say you that know? really was like being in Thailand with you. It was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've I've got um, you know, I'm that. quite troubled by how uh, well you know the seedy side of of Thailand. It seems like you've also how likely our nights out there would end up being not the gay, not the gay. Well, shit. you don't think that would be likely? I feel like just. I was having a shit time in Thailand, just so likely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It would be shit, wouldn't it? Um, I'd I'd go there with with good intentions. Yeah. yeah. I d I. I would. <laughs> wait, hold on. It's just you know. 
because you start no, we started off in Vietnam. And we're doing a bit yeah. of backpacking to yeah. Thailand. Yeah, I swear. Are they? Qu- I feel like they're. Are they not really far away <laughs> from each other? That is apparently it's a train ride away. Is it? Oh shit! Yeah, right. Okay, because I always remember like being in being in Japan and then like thinking that all this shit is really close together, but it's like a ten-hour flight to get from Japan to like Vietnam. It's not mm. really long. It takes mm. fucking ages. Um, but I, yeah, oh yeah, it's all in that little that weird bit with all them other countries that are all a bit the weird one. All a bit leave it. Like yeah. Malaysia. Indonesia. I wonder what Singapore's like. <laughs> Have you been there? Nah. Indonesia, when you zoom in, it's just loads of little bits. Indonesia, Singapore. It's all them like Indian Indian chinks. It's weird. Yeah. Oh, Australia's quite close to that. It's good that there's whites that side of the world, isn't there? <sighs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> Uh, get fucking get them out. It's weird that um, New Zealand's um, like weather is the same as ours. Is it? Yeah. Is it not better? It might be marginally better, but it's like that's why the, the that's why like it looks like England, isn't it? That's yeah. like it's all like all they've got the same grass and shit. Right. Um, because it's just all pissing down all the time. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, what's the why point would you go there? What's the point of being down there then? It probably okay. looks quite nice. I wouldn't. I can't see the like Look, the point. What's the point in living next to Australia, where it's like you know, hot and that. Yeah, twelve hours of sun a day. And you're yeah, living in what fucking Wales essentially, North Wales. What? How would your life like have to be, like day to day, for you to move to Australia? Not as in how bad does it have to be here? Like how, how like what quality of life do you have to have there for th- for it to be a viable move? It ha- I'd have to get like a yeah. I'd have to be offered a ridiculously good job with like. What's the salary saying? Because don't forget, it'll be cheaper there to live. I'm cheap, eighty k, fifty k. Which gone. one? Yeah, I'm gone. Eighty k, fifty k, thirty k, thirty k, twenty, twenty k, nineteen. All right, we'll, we'll, I'll, look. I'll we'll stop. I'll draw the line at sixteen, but I'm not going yeah. any. All right, fifteen. <laughs> Uh, what about like Iceland? Iceland, yeah, nah, fuck that. That'd be fucked, wouldn't it? Because you'd have what? to be earning a lot of money. Isn't it's Iceland so fucking expensive. basically like Greenland? I mean, isn't Iceland green and sh- like it's quite sick? But there's only like what thirty thousand, three hundred thousand people or something. Yeah, Iceland's. I, d- I a don't bit like more those. Green o- yeah, I don't like. Those and Greenland is just ice. Yeah, I don't like that. Like those odds for me in terms of beating a thing. Yeah. If I'm having trouble beating in London with 8 million people, you know, you know what I'm saying? I don't think going Iceland is going to be the fix. Yeah. Yeah. We we actually do have an email asking about that. What? About you not not being what? Well, we'll get to it after okay. after we've complete the last fan fiction. Right, sure. Cuz I think what we should do is we should, you know, because of it was such a mistake yesterday what was the not giving them the show that they were supposed to have oh yeah i think we should do fanfic <laughs> and emails yeah we'll do both yeah yeah, yeah. we're gonna do both so the to last make it up to you because yeah. we love ya. it's a good be a bumper episode i reckon it'll be quite long yeah long like my pine okay now this last one this one's called mongolian grill mm. 
Um, that is that is. I am a grill master now, actually. Yeah, that is true. You saw me out there cooking, doing my thing. I like. I'd like chefing, it if you opened whipping. a restaurant because you're, you know, obviously, what? you might be the person I know that what? knows how to cook the least amount of things. So you open in a restaurant. You reckon I'm the worst cook you know? I mean, I can't possibly say because I've never actually seen you like cook anything. Yeah. Like I've seen you put things in the oven. Yeah. And I've seen you put sausages on the barbecue. Yeah. But I've never seen you like make a salad or a sauce or like anything from scratch, basically. That is true. I don't think I've ever made you anything. Have you ever made anything at all? Yeah. I used to all the time. And then I moved out in into like different places that had really small kitchens and I just didn't feel like cooking ever again. And then I just But the kitchen at your mum's is smaller than that one. Mm, No, there's more chopping space. More work surface. Yeah. Yeah. Chopping space. I don't know why, but chopping space is like it's like pretty it's just there's not much really important. Yeah, it's just really important and there's just not enough of it in this in this household. Well part of it is like there's always some cunt that's left, like a whole bunch of washing out. It's just like when I have a. Do you remember the summer party I had last year? Yeah, that was pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm gonna have another one of those this year. Are you? Yeah, because you know, my new kitchen's all I done now. It's gonna be mad. It's gonna be yeah, sick. It's gonna be. Do you know sick. what? Yeah, this whole summer, I reckon all, all we're gonna be doing is eating barbecue meats and sitting in guard people's gardens. That's what we should do, really. I mean, we're, sat, we're at that age now. We're at that age, yeah. yeah. When you pass a certain age, all you do is sit in people's houses because everyone's a bit older. They've got a nicer house. Yeah, um, that's true enough. You know, it's just better, and then you don't have to hang out with like other people. Yeah, you don't have actually, to, last we're too year, old to pretend to to yeah. pretend to like people anymore. Last you know? year, at, when when you had your barbecue at yours, that we, I that I did realize I fucking hell. Man. We're all at the age where we should probably have a house like this. Well, in the 60s, well, 70s, we probably would have had a house like this. Someone, one of us would have. Yeah. We could have just been living that lifestyle. Yeah. All summer, baby. And I was just like, I was actually quietly fuming. Like, fucking hell. <laughs> I mean, I do have a house like that. Yeah. You I do. just don't. You I just, just can't. You, you I just, just, you I just can't, don't own it. Yeah. You just can't do, do up a madness every day. You can't yeah. just like. Yeah. Not that I'd want like everyone round every day. I mean that'd be awful. That's what I'm trying to do for the summer. What have everyone round every day. Yeah. Yeah. And then just have like a summer flop house. Yeah. And then Are you just gonna like not pay rent here as long as possible when you lose your job? And then just stay here? Oh, that's a good idea actually. Because then like you know, you could just do that. I could I could do that. Just for a laugh. Yeah, and you know what? What are they gonna do? Fucking beat me up? Nothing. (laughs) No mate. Absolutely sweet FA as they say. I've got a fucking shooter on me. I, I could make two phone calls and get a gun, mate. <laughs> you know what I mean? How many One phone calls do you reckon you could make to get a gun? Um, how many phone calls would I have to make mm. to get a gun? I mean, yeah, realistically, like a like a, an illegal gun. I could probably buy just no, a normal illegal, one. No, uh, an actual pistol. Yeah. Um. Probably. I mean, not that many. I don't think. I think I know enough. Yeah, like, to really think I think I know it. enough. Like dodgy characters. Yeah. Probably like two or three. Yeah. I reckon I could do it at one, but I'm gonna give myself the safe. I don't know anyone. Any only any one person. I reckon two or three yeah. degrees of separation could probably. I could probably get one. Yeah. 
same. I don't reckon it was that hard. It's so it is so easy. In fact, saying this is making me want to get one now. You could. I remember in year was it year eleven and year ten, people had shooters. And they were like a hundred pounds, but they were like starter pistols that had been mm. converted. So you could blow your hand off, or you could kill someone. Yeah, I don't want to get any shit. That, I mean, they'd be really expensive as well because of the. They're not that expensive. They were like a hundred pounds for a fucking. Yeah, but for a shit, I want. I don't want a shit one that's gonna blow my hand off though. <coughs> this thing. We'll, we'll we'll talk after the show. Okay. Mongolian grill. That's it was just a, more. It was a Sunday afternoon. Joe and Camilla from Potbitch were sitting in a pub. Both on their second pints. Just before we start this, yeah, uh, I'd like to say to Camilla from Popwich, if you are listening, yeah. I'm very sorry about yeah, what's w- about I, to transpire. I, 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 yeah, um, I, d- I have nothing to do with any. I hope to Christ you're not. But yeah, I don't think she is. She's does she does she listen to the Chatty Patty episodes? I don't know. I, I feel I like that's know. that's what uh, I'm. Luckily, I feel like that's too much of an effort to actually do. I feel like she's just like might catch it yeah. or listen to her own episode every once in a while. Yeah, but yeah. She's not really. She's not listening at home to this right now. Like I really <laughs> hope not. Classic bish. <laughs> Classic. I really hope not. But if you are listening, so, then uh, uh, you know, as a pre-warning, it's it gets quite graphic. Yeah. Um, so, did I beat my meat to this? Maybe I did. <laughs> Maybe I did. It was a Sunday afternoon. Joe and Camilla from Potbitch were sitting in a pub, both on their second pints. Joe stood up slowly to get his first round after having made his second pint from Camilla last over 30 minutes. I'm just going to get the... At this point, Camilla put her hand out. Sorry. Don't, Joe. You're still on universal credit, right? She said. Joe, who went slightly red after this, said, Yeah, but it's the least I can do. The listeners have been asking for a credible female guest for ages. (laughs) The least I can do is get you a drink. At this moment, Tushin stormed in. He looked around the pub trying to spot the table where the two sat. He had his Arsenal jacket hood up with his face barely showing. As soon as he spotted Joe, whose little chub was usually easily spotted, he bowled over. Camilla probably didn't see, but as soon as he saw Camilla for the first time, his eyes flashed. Joe noticed this straight away, but was still a little down by Camilla's comments. Nonetheless, he stood up to shake Tushin's hand. I'm sorry I'm late, guys. He didn't offer more of an explanation. But what I want to know is, how do they know that that actually happened? <laughs> we did discussed it many times. Oh, did they? Oh, so we actually told this story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so I was actually, like, confused as to how they literally got, like, that was point for point, play yeah, for yeah. play, exactly what happened. Yeah, yeah. But do go, do proceed. I thought I was getting a reputation for being late all the time. <laughs> this isn't something I do, actually. No, that's not you at all. I don't run on, on POC time. He didn't offer more of an explanation. Tushin, this is Camilla from Potbitch. She said she'll come on the show today. Mate, are you sure we can record it in your family's house today? Asked Joe. Sure, my family are out of London. Sorry. Sure, my family are out at some London Tibetan festival, so they should be out for the day, mumbled Tushin. Hi, I'm Camilla, said Camilla. I'm Tushin, squinted Tushin as he awkwardly shook her well-manicured hand. He felt embarrassed at this point as his hands were a little ashy. <laughs> After another round on Camilla... I like how I'm I'm uh, 
I'm I'm black now. Yeah, I yeah, really yeah. enjoy that. <laughs> God that's damn, your his hands was ashish. Fuck, that's and uh, that droplet motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is your dream come true, isn't it? God, yeah. After I wanked off more to that bit than any other <laughs> bit. After another round on Camilla, they left the pub and went to Tushin's, where they recorded the show in the living room. After an hour, the sh- after an hour or so, the show was a wrap. Joe and Camilla both left Tushin's house. Tushin returned to the living room where they recorded and let out a big sigh. He hadn't been that on edge in a while. Being in close capacity of Camilla meant he couldn't relax. She was completely his type, like an indie version of those women you see running through Liverpool Street in pencil skirts. To think such a woman had sat on the sofa opposite him. At this point, he noticed a small cardigan on the sofa folded neatly. He walked over to inspect it and sat down. He looked at the label. It was by Alexander Wang, something... Definitely something his mum wouldn't buy, who usually shopped at Peacock's. Immediately after reading Wang, he felt his cock rush with blood. Where he was holding the cardigan with both hands, in the middle was a little indent where his cock was underneath. It looked like a little yurt. Without thinking, he immediately brought the cardigan to his nose, giving it one long, violent sniff. After taking in Camilla's scent for several minutes, he pulled down his jogging bottoms and started to rub himself. He wasn't a stander at that point and sat where Camilla was just five minutes ago, referring to you standing up. Mm -hmm. After several minutes went by imagining himself with Camilla, he heard a creak. The door moved. In walked Camilla. Tushin immediately lowered the cardigan to cover his cock to avoid being busted. Um, I... Um... uh, 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 He spluttered. Sorry, I knocked, but no answer. and No one answered and the door was open. I left my card... She paused mid-sentence as she realised that her cardigan was covering Tushin's crotch area. Sorry, is that... Yes, but I... um... Before he could finish, she sat down beside him, not saying a word. Tushin just sat still, hoping his boner would subside if he kept quiet. It didn't subside. Instead, it just shivered as he tried to think of anything to make it go down. At this point, Camilla had obviously clocked on. She gave a little grin without any notice removed the cardigan and put it to the side, again neatly folding it how she had originally left it. Do you think leaving my cardigan here was a mistake? (laughs) She whispered into his ear. Tushin, thrilled by this but too embarrassed to properly reply, just murmured something incoherently. It had been a while since someone had shown interest in (laughs) 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 After his failure to say anything coherent, Camilla took her hand and slowly started sizing up Tushin's cock. You're huge. You're not huge, but you're pretty hard, aren't you? <laughs> Tushin again said nothing, and instead let Camilla slowly roll her hand up and down his cock. It was amazing. Is this really happening? He thought to himself. After a few minutes of teasing him with one of the most sensu- sensual hand jobs ever, she raised the tempo. This felt even more amazing, but he was getting aroused quicker than ever before. He'd never been with a hot older woman. This is bad, he thought, as he could feel himself getting aroused too quickly. To prevent himself prematurely ejaculating and to save his pride, he gently put his hand on Camilla's arm to stop the act. This is amazing, but I can't just take this, he said. I think, uh, I just can't take this. What what do you mean? I was hoping he was going to drop some actual um, how to stop yourself from a prematurely ejaculating tips. (laughs) We were all hoping that. Yeah. What do you mean? Camilla said, confused. 
In a sudden act of courage, Tushin slowly moved his hands to Camilla's skirt and unbuttoned it. She looked pleasantly surprised by this lead. After her surprise had lifted, she assisted by lifting herself just enough so he could pull off her skirt. Within seconds, she lay down with just her thin undies covering her lower half. Turned on by her musk, Tushin pushed his head between her legs and started to tongue everything in front, using his tongue to gain access to her sweet spot. <laughs> <laughs> she let out a little gasp, taken, a, taken back by the sudden pace of it all. But as she got into it slowly, widened her legs further to allow for more. Getting carried away, Tushin turned her over and headed for her behind. What are you doing? She yelped, but it was too late. Our young host was already well into his arse-looking routine, making circles and writing Chinese characters <laughs> with his tongue. When was the last time you ate? She thought to herself. As Tushin got more and more into it, he pulled apart Camilla's che cheeks, tonguing the inside, playing it like a pan flute. However, as he did this, air crept in slowly and more and more as Tushin got more and more excited. Eventually, it was too much. When Camilla twisted her body a little, the air came out with a huge gush. Everything was silent except for a huge fart that had come out. Tushin slowly sat up and looked at Camilla while grinning. Is that where the name Pop Bitch comes from? <laughs> the end. Hey. That was... um. That was that, 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 thank you for that. That was more for you, really. Wasn't that was it? that was. I'm not convinced that you didn't pay someone <laughs> to to write that. On, I definitely did. I definitely did write it because I wouldn't be able to write anything longer than a fucking tweet. But yeah. that was good. I liked it. I think it was perfect. I yeah. think it was the best story ever told. Too, uh, if you ask me, a bit too much use of the word cock. There's a lot of cock in these stories. Uh, I think uh, you know. There's other words. Member. Uh, um, I think in the job. in the porno adult fiction erotical world, I think cock, yeah, is like that's the main one. Yeah, it? it's very carnal. It's, yeah, it it's conjures not, up yeah. a certain image, doesn't it? Member, don't know if it has the same. Yeah, arr, to it. I'm just looking for you know a bit of variation. That's all. Yeah, um, I um I love that. I'm gonna wank off to it in secret later. To that, yeah, that's fantastic. Before it gets I to the part, or yeah, I didn't even know you could um. You could uh, get turned on by words. <laughs> yeah. Who knew? <laughs> Crazy. And if you want to write any other, um, you know, yeah. fan fictions featuring guests that we've had on. I, I'm not totally convinced that Camilla didn't send that in herself, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, but yeah, if you want, you know, maybe us getting, you know, shagged by Asim Chowdhury or something like that, you know, that could work. No, nah, I think me me shagging Camilla yeah. Popovich. I think that's great. I think more I've been stuff seeing like that. I I've been seeing a lot of you know the the blokes converting their face to women thing. Yeah, and most of them I've wanted to shag. Yeah, but then I saw Asim Chowdhury's one on yeah. Instagram. No, absolutely do not want to shag him as a woman. Fair enough. Or as a bloke. <laughs> or just any, uh, you know. Right, calm down, mate. Sorry. Um. So that was the fan fictions. Thank you all for s sending those in. Yeah, they were fantastic. Thank you for those. those were we love we. Th those these were actually good. Yeah, these They're were good. actually good. They're good. That's the that's the thing about. I'm no writing expert, posts. but um, yeah. But no, those you're were paid good. for you, you. I mean, you want to get paid for it, but you're not. You're not an expert on it. Yeah, it's not like you know about it. Um, like onto the emails. Onto the next one. Onto the next one. And this email is content idea. 
Still trying to decide whether a live stream of you both watching the Europa League final would be awful or great. I'm currently erring on the side of awful, but thought I'd throw it out there after the result. Now, before we answer this, yeah. the next email says, Europa League final, please live stream a Soccer AM fan zone video of you watching the Europa League finals together later this month. The Europa League is a dead competition, but it just won't make it palatable. And then the email after that, it says, lads, Patreon day one listener here, a show request, Europa final, do half hour before the match, then half hour after. Proper banter. Get well aggressive with each other. It's a footy special. There you go. You can have that idea. Um, um, all right, we should do a live stream. Let's do you. Was it? Was what did we do last time? You stream. You stream. It's Twitch now. Twitch. Okay. Granddad. <laughs> uh, what's uh, uh you stream? Is it? Um. Yeah. Well, I was. I'm trying to work out whether we should do a Twitch stream. So what we do is we have the telly there. Yeah. And then we have the laptop here and it's filming us. Yeah, I think that's probably best. And then we yeah, yeah we blah blah blah. Because then most people are probably just watching it themselves anyway. Yeah. Yeah, because I th well, what I was concerned with is if we have it in the thing, yeah, it will get shut down. Oh, cuz I can't be dealing with like To be honest, were we going to even figure out how to get the fucking match no. in the corner? No, no but so I was thinking about getting some nerds to try and help, but then it's like nah. what's the point? Well, fuck it. So yeah, so but there will be a delay which will be slight I mean we'll be watching a stream delay and also the stream yeah. will have a stream the, delay. Um it's been shown on YouTube for free. Is it? Yeah. It's a bit of shit quality though, isn't it? It doesn't that'll really matter, be, does it? Yeah, it'll be alright. Yeah. Um so yeah, we are gonna do that. Um cheeky. When, when is the final? The final is like the twenty sixth, twenty seventh, twenty eighth. Hold on. Uh Europa Europa League final is the 29th. So that's, I think that's got to be a Saturday, isn't it? 29th, yeah. Saturday the 29th of June. So we can, yeah, 8 o'clock, do a live stream, live stream of commentary. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, it'd be yeah, great. And I'm then Cli uh, Clive Martin said he wants to maybe call in. I don't know how that would work, but we might be able to work that out as well. So yeah, we will be doing that. Fret not. We've got that in hand, as they say. Uh thank you for the content idea. I was actually gonna it was actually my idea before and I was gonna do it anyway, but uh I, I don't know. I first heard about this from the listeners. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh this one's called Content. Yes, Bish lad. The new Vice piece bangs. Thank you. Some lovely lines in there. Made me actually lol. I think one of my favourite things about the podcast is the fact that you've got a genuine talent but choose to piss it away living at your parents and getting fat. <laughs> Makes me feel better about my life. Oh, and obviously Tushin's got talent as well. Bootlicking middle management and cold calling millionaire landlord class can't be easy. No, it, it's actually not that easy. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's actually not. Today was a tough day for me, allow me. <laughs> yeah, was it hard? Have you been fired yet or not? I've been fired, but they can't, they don't, they either don't or can't fire me. Yeah. I can't, I'm not sure. So why was today hard? Did you are you, tr are you trying to turn it around? And oh God, no! I, I'm trying to make money out here, B. Yeah. I don't care. Trying to get that commission, looking fat, yeah. To all my commission earners, to all my fee earners out there, doing your thing, yeah. Yo, keep grinding. Keep keep ABC always be closing, yeah. That's 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 my motto. <laughs> this uh, this email's got a lot of um, 
slang in it. Okay, um, let's do it. And the thing I want you listeners to know is that I've got, you know, I've got my radio voice, yeah. which is, you know, sometimes when I'm talking to the lads, I might slip in a bit of a rascal art here yeah. and, uh, you know, a couple of um, uh, AAVEs or yeah. whatever it is. What do we call it here? Tudelitz. What do, what's the English version of that? Slang. Slang, yeah. Uh, but obviously, f- for the sake of um, broadcast, I've got a sort of... Um, do some hard teas for okay. like yeah, yeah, banter, course. litter. Yeah, 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 we're not, uh, we're not, we're not fucking. This isn't. Uh, I don't know. I don't know who who allows. This isn't gasworks. Yeah, this isn't gasworks. Where we're talking like a couple of fucking street urchins. Yeah. Fucking couple of chimney sweeps. Um, <laughs> this one's called Petty Thugless and the Cheapskates. Okay. Hi, shit show. Whoever said Alhan looks like Danny Baker? Timing is everything. <laughs> really enjoyed that one. Anyway, been meaning to send this for a hot minute. It's an L and an all-round real shit show, to be honest. Basically, all of the following sort of coalesced a few years after the fact and began to upsettingly make perfect sense. The year is perhaps 2015. Now, me and my mates were out boozing in West for someone's birthday, and as the night goes on, we regrettably end up in Soho. One palace skater cunt and hype beast darling, Lucian Clark, was at the bar with his skater pals, kept trying to blag his way into a free round of drinks by latching his order onto whoever else was ordering and making out like he was with next people. This obviously can't run, so he was was told so, and then starts acting affronted. Cheap cunt. Me and a couple of people are chilling outside, and one of these skater cunts wants a lighter or something, and we start chatting because they're Americans and want to know if there's a club or or something else is open nearby. I was probably a bit slewed and apparently kept telling him to do kickflips, etc. And generally just taking the piss out of their cherished children's toys. (laughs) It was all kind of good humoured though, but might have been a bit one way in retrospect. Lol. After the bars were all closed, we found ourselves on the streets with a few bottles and that. And the skaters were doing much the same, plus begging for fags and change or something. Someone's getting rizzer off them or something like that. And then out of nowhere, the whole situation just flips. Everything had been pretty civil apart from the shit at the bar and me gently winding up some soppy American cunt. A hand flies out of nowhere over the shoulder of the lads we're chatting with earlier and slaps me. I see one ratty-looking ginger girl scurrying away to this American Donny while simultaneously doing up and what? Uh, Shake my fucking head. Yeah. I was genuinely, genuinely just shocked though, like it was a proper weak slap, but it was a slap nonetheless and completely unprovoked and out of nowhere. Never seen this bird in my life. Not a word spoken to her. None of my mates had any idea who she was or where she'd come from. Yeah. None of these skater bears, sorry, are saying anything either. They're just doing up meek and looking baffed. Yeah. Uh, So one of my mates is really backing it. The kind of geezer that loves a scrap and doesn't want to see anyone he's with slighted. God bless him. And he's all like, no, I don't care who it is. Someone's getting it now. Etc. Love it. A real loyal mate, to be fair. I love it. Then he gets a slap from this butter's ginger girl as well. So we're just gunning her because obviously we aren't going to touch her. She's fuck ugly and moving mad, so she's getting it. Everyone's moving... Big, big mistake. Everyone's getting more and more wound up. But the guys she's with are actively saying they aren't involved in that. One of these skater boys is being bare apologetic, saying he doesn't want any violence. He's clearly very posh, and we tell him to do one, and his feelings get hurt that we brought his class into it, lol. My mates are all creasing and but also kind of backing a truce in the situation because my mate who also got slapped is really still trying to fight anyone and everyone, including our mates, who don't think we should be fighting in the streets. 
So anyway, he doesn't want to hear an apology, and we're basically trying to stop him from bottling someone. What? I love a I love a loose cannon renegade like yeah. that. Every team needs one. This gi- <laughs> this ginger girl is still moving like a crackhead and can't stop running her mouth. Her girlmates are telling her to chill out. Things calm down because the skaters aren't on piss and s- and seem kind of embarrassed by their one friend. And to be honest, most of my mates aren't really bothered or don't have a clue what's going on. Long story short, fuck all actually happened. Maybe some gripsing. Can't really tell. Can't really remember that. So maybe not even. But me and my boy both got slapped by a what? Wi- both got slapped on a random by some loud ginger yat. Then probably a year or two later, Hetty Douglas becomes infamous in that. I see all the other stories on the timeline about her in various clubs acting like a moron and her associations with these brands or whatever. Call me slow. Maybe it was forgetfulness. Maybe too much Amy, but I didn't put two and two together. In fact, I didn't cot on on until six months later when my mate goes, Oi, do you know what I just clocked? Remember that night? That was probably that Hetty Douglas bird, isn't it? It's still kind of funny. Maybe I deserved a slap. Not bothered by that. But who dealt it out for fuck's sake? I just feel violated thinking about it now. Sorry if it's a bit long-winded or doesn't make sense. I refuse to reread this bullshit. The more I think about it, the more it feels (laughs) like a victim statement. Cheers, lads. Yeah, you got yeah you got victimized, fam. This sounds like a police statement to me. Yeah, sounds like you was uh first you were snitching, <laughs> yeah, you were snitching on how you know what I mean. Hey, Douglas, moving a bit mad out here, and now you want to snitch on her. Let the streets know that she's yeah that she's on crud and you're not <laughs> yeah, mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she is on crud, and it seems like you're not. Yeah, yeah. I um, one thing I'll I'll definitely say is. My mum, ever since I was a little youth, was like, if a girl ever hits you, you can hit her back. Mm-hmm. I was like, calm, say nothing. So if yeah. my mum says it, it must be calm, isn't it? So yeah. That will play in court. Yeah. I reckon. Yeah. I mean, But also, if someone does slap you and you don't slap them back and just because they're a girl, that is like, that's that's misogyny in action. And I'm not going to have that, to be honest. I kind of feel like if, if it happened to me, I wouldn't slap them back. I'd, A, hope that... I mean, the ideal situation is yeah. that you're with a, a woman that yeah. is also... I mean, thank God no woman has ever tried to lay her hands on me. Yeah. Thank God. Because I will, I, will, I will clap back. But if you're with a bird who's down for scrapping, that's the best way of dealing with it. Oh, I'd love that. Oh, God. But that's uh, yeah. no, I think... I but think if they're, if they're proper it. attacking you, you're allowed to like... I mean, what I would do... Is like if they're proper, like just keep yeah. going in for the slap. Just grab the wrists and yeah. just like trip them up and put them on the ground. You don't have to like clap them in the face. No, you know I'll what I mean? Go, I'll go for that. And then, <laughs> yeah. You know when they fall, like yeah, like yeah fucking yeah. pile of coats. You do like the guy on the on the subway in the eight ball jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking about. Yeah. Don't put your hands on someone if you don't expect hands back. That's my. Uh, that's how. That's, that's my view mantra. on life. Yeah. Uh, this um, one's called IBS. I be shitting. Hey, Joe and Tushin. Long time listener. Been knocking around since the student breakfast days. Wow. And uh, day uno chatty pay, but first time caller, as it were. Shout outs. I remember seeing or hearing Tushin saying he's disgusted by the idea of people taking a shit without getting completely naked first. <laughs> Is this a position he still holds? If so... How does he take a shit at work? Because surely taking your whole suit off in a cubicle is a nightmare yeah. and risking some sort of HR disaster. Not going to accept the answer, I don't shit at work, because if you've never had to run from your desk clenching, then I will have to politely ask you to stop appropriating my culture, IBS culture. Mm. If he has conquered the stand-up wank, then maybe the clove dump is an easy step for him. 
Solidarity to Joe from one sudden acidic nightmare shitter to another. Thank you. I Thank can't you believe the um, we've got onto wanking so much that we've got off of shitting that people don't even know that I shit for like a half an hour at a time. Yeah. Twice, at, maybe three times a day at work. Mm. I can't believe this is what it's come to. Has it come to this? this. <laughs> uh, uh. Um, um, yeah. No, I, 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 no, I still, I still bang shits. Don't, don't. I'm yeah, still I mean, part you do. Uh, anyone who's uh, who's uh, an Instagram f- follower, yeah, uh, of yours will know that you spend most of your working day in the toilet now. Mm, don't know about the word now. I just, that was that's always been my thing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's one of the good one of the good things about having a bit of a tummy issue or whatever. <laughs> people just don't. People just people just accept it. It, it can't. Even at a place, my like my kind of workplace, where people are arsy about being three minutes late or whatever, like even if you take the piss and have a forty-five minute shit, they still can't say nothing yeah. to you. It's like women's troubles, isn't it? Yeah, it's the male version of women's troubles. Yeah, I'm literally. glad we've got our thing. Yeah, but you know what? Women can appropriate this as well, mm. and also they can have women's troubles and this. Yeah, which is fucking bullshit. <sighs> to be honest, they should make fucking seventy pence to the pound. <laughs> well, Cause yeah, because they get the products. T- yeah, because yeah. think about it, they get to <laughs> they get to have women's troubles. This they get to have it. Yeah, they get they to have get it. to have women's troubles. They get to have they're allowed. Fag, they get to have fag breaks. I don't take fag breaks. True. Um, speaking of girls, yeah, this one's called Corridor Girl. Hey, hey, Joe and Tushin. There's a girl who I often pass in the corridor at work who I really fancy. Yeah. I'm employed at a large organization and she is one of the many people who I regularly see but have no real working contact with. Obviously, I have no deep feelings for this woman who I don't know. Who I don't know. Don't know. Sorry, when you talk for ages, I've just discovered this yeah. today because I've been reading out all the emails and the yeah. stories. I'm sucking in a lot of air. Yeah. And it's making me like really gassy just like talking constantly like this. Yeah. Must be a way around it for like audiobook people. I might look into that. Obviously, I have yeah, no deep probably, feelings for this. They probably know how to talk properly. Yeah. 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 I'm not sitting in the right position either because like, I think most people, when they do like voice acting yeah. stuff, they're stood up. Yeah. And I think that's better because my diaphragm's all crushed now. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, I have no deep feelings for this woman who I don't know and until now had no interest in pursuing. Last night, however, I clocked her in a club when I was steaming and struck up some convo. I was so wasted that I have no recollection of how this was received. But given the state I was in, I suspect not too well. From the bits I can vaguely recall, I don't think I was creepy or rude. More just really fucking annoying and lame. For example, she was wearing a hat and I asked if I could wear it. Oh, come on, mate. (laughs) Oh, my God. Did you actually do the fucking annoying chick in the club take your hat off and run away with it? (laughs) (laughs) I generally do all right with the ladies and my chat is normally fairly decent. But I was at the level of drunkenness where you forget what you've said 30 seconds ago. Is there any way I can somehow turn this around in my favor and use it as an icebreaker to get some chat going yeah, at work? That is the icebreaker. You yeah. apologize. You're like, oh, I'm so fucking sorry. I'm just blah, blah, blah. You know? I could already picture her pretending to be glued to her phone if she sees me in the lunch queue. How do I make a smooth second introduction without making her uncomfortable? If nothing else, I'd like to quell the inevitable awkward tension there will be when we walk past each other. All the very best from a day one chatty patty. Just turn um, it into banner. Turn it into banner. That's, yeah, the, only, that's the only recourse here. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you've... <sighs> I mean, the only way it to might maybe it. she might have thought it was cute, but I if she did, found it bad, Yeah, you, you, but you can save yourself. 
as long as you have the self-awareness to be like, I can't believe I was, you know, acting like, you yeah, know, just yeah, you yeah. still, still bitches lying. Like, uh, like some girl, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Still has hats yeah. in the club, blah, blah, blah. Moving yeah. like that, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just, I mean, just say what you said to us, but kind of like better to her, you know what I mean? Yeah. What you should do is uh, come in in like a big, like in a fedora or something yeah. and then go up to her and be like, hey, do you want to take my hat? Or something like that, or like yeah. a like a big oversized sombrero or something. Make hats your thing, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's that's also an option. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, don't do that. Um, um, yeah, that was good. I yeah. think. Yeah, no, I think I, I don't think if anything, at least now you have actually something to talk to her about. Because whereas before yeah, you could yeah, have yeah. just kept on being like, all right. Just also, do you not remember anything else apart from that fucking awful hat banner? A good in is actually to ask her what you were saying, because that is actually something you probably want to know. And then yeah, yeah, that's that's a, that's a really good. But one. how long has it been? Like, are you gonna? Is it because like this? This was sent on Sunday, right? So if you haven't said anything by the time this goes out, which is tomorrow, yeah, like, are you gonna like a week later be like, oh yeah? Sorry for the hat thing. No, when you see, like, when you first see them, you're like, oh, yo, hey. When you see them, you're like, hey, oh, you. It's kind of hard in in an office, though, because people are always doing some shit or talking to someone, you know. It's like, you can't just, like, go up to their desk and, like. No, you don't go up to their desk, but if you see them, you're like, hey, how are you? Hey, do what fake niceness, innit? You're like, hey, what? How was the rest of your night? Um, this one's called Dilemma. Hola. Loyal lady listener here. I've been dating Ooh. my current boyfriend for almost two years now. <laughs> well, you're, well, you're going to like this in that case. Okay. Things have gone fairly well. He's very good looking, attentive and reliable. Recently, however, there's another guy that I've been increasingly drawn to. He's not as conventionally attractive as my boyfriend, but carries himself with so much confidence that he makes up for it and is generally a bit more exciting. A few weeks ago, me and this new fellow were in a club and ended up kissing each other after getting split off from the rest of our group. Neither of us had mentioned anything about this since, and we're carrying on as if it didn't happen, but I can't stop thinking about him, and I know he feels the same way. To make matters more complicated, my boyfriend and this other lad work together. Worse still, there is a bit of tension between the two as they both interviewed for a more prestigious position a while back and with current boyfriend getting rejected in favour of the new guy. This was a real source of frustration for my boyfriend who has moaned about this bloke being an undeserving of the role and a bit of a prick in general. My question to you guys is, do I give in to my desires and try and pursue something with this other guy at the risk of starting World War Three, or is it just not worth the hassle? Um, That is some real shit. What yeah. the fuck? Um, so the other guy, he's butters, but he's got he's got drip, he's got swag, yeah, swag. Your boyfriend, good looking, attentive, but wet. Yeah. Would, would I mean I would I would the, like the first thing I thought when I read this was if you if you go ahead with like this other guy, like the, your boyfriend is just going to be absolutely like emotionally and like destroyed because yeah, he hates this don yeah, who gives who's a got a fucking um promotion above him yeah um and now his missus of two years is and he's less good looking than you 
Yeah. And now his miss, your missus of two years, is about to fucking sod sod you off to go out. <laughs> Some fucking like, you know, I don't know. Like, uh, it's t- it's a tough one. I think it's a bit. I mean, I it will it will cause a lot of problems in the in the workplace for sure. Yeah, which is why you should do it. <laughs> Personally, I don't know. How do you think? Fuck it, we'll go for it. Why not? Yeah. Why you could you could spend the rest of your life with a safe bet. Yeah. You know, conventionally handsome, there for you when you need them, but doesn't really do it for you anymore. Yeah. Why not live the rest of your life that way? I mean, ever <laughs> your parents did. Yeah. Why can't you? I wonder if there's a way of like. Getting rid of the handsome guy and going out with the butters guy, without—I mean, there's no, there's no way—is there without like causing a problem? It's if the butters guy wasn't there, would she find another guy mm. that she kind of that just kind of enters her orbit, is a bit different, is has a bit of something about him? Would another guy do the same thing? Yeah. Is it really about how much you don't like your boyfriend, actually? Or is it actually about how much you like this new guy? Yeah, yeah. That's one thing you kind of need to You should probably, out. yeah, work And probably out. tell us once you work it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. then yeah. we can look at your Instagram and rate <laughs> you out of 10. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because maybe you could be the this girl's, you know, I, new I, partner. I... I don't apply for jobs and get them so yeah true I'm, yeah, yeah. She, I'm not what she's looking for yeah this is not the man you're looking for yeah uh, this one says what phone should I get <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've got a Xiaomi Me Too because hashtag Me Too I thought you hated Japanese people just sounds like a Japanese name doesn't it it does it's Chinese is it Looks like a fake iPhone. Sick. It was like a hundred something pounds. Don't do that. Get 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 um get an Android phone though. Get an Android. Get a Google Pixel if you can splash out. Nah, don't. Do it. No. Why not? They're not shit. Have you seen it? It's good. We we were literally talking about this. Uh, Were we talking about this with the mics on or off? I don't remember. Uh, I can't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just move on. But I I say go Android lads. Uh, this one's called Celeb Cameo. Hi guys, I recently got round to watching the latest iteration of A Star Is Born, six months after everyone else. And while the appearances Star of Star Is Born, it's um, it's that thing with Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. It's like a, about a aging rock star who takes another rock star under her, his wing and then ends up shagging her or something. Writes all her songs or whatever. I can't remember. That one's very very uninteresting. Six that months sounds, after yeah. everyone else, and while the appearances of Andrew Dice Clay and Dave Chappelle as the secondary characters were somewhat jarring, nothing compared to the introduction of Raffi Gavron as a sleazy British music industry don. Who's Raffi Gavron? The guy seemed to me to be an absolute dead ringer for shit show alum Clive Martin, which proper took me out of the film. I've never seen this fellow before, but he was also apparently in 24 and Rome. Please find photos attached. Thinks this guy looks like. Let me see. Uh no, not really, no, not at all. Um, don't see it. Nah, not at all. Don't see it. Not really. Unless I don't know, maybe unless you smoke some big crack crop. Yeah, or, yeah. I don't know how you're. Uh, I don't know how you're. Sometimes when people that. like suggest things like that, um, you know, 
I wonder if it makes me think like, oh, are we all looking through? You know, are all, is everyone's eyes a bit different? We actually know what he looks like. Yeah, he only knows him from pictures. Yeah, from good pictures that probably Clyde puts up, not the bad ones. Um, this one, not the bad ones of his actual face. This one is like quite. It's quite long. It's from the guy who did the, um, the Hedgehog fanfic. Yeah. All right, we'll we'll let him. We'll, we'll allow it. Because you know why? You've you've proven that you're nice with the pen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 It'll be a pleasure to read this. Hi, Bish and Tushin. Happy birthday, Bish. I hope you had a good one and didn't neek out in the corner of a pub all night. Coming from a 31-year-old, 26 is great. Live it up. Just got a loose dem pounds and you'll feel better. Keep it up. 30 is when bits of you start falling off, so you've got a few years yet. If it all goes tits up by the time you need some organs replacing, then you'll be able to get some from a nice clone baby with pristine organs. That's mm. nice. The longevity of the show. If Adam and Joe can smash out an, a show for so long, you guys can. You're doing God's work. Keep up the shitting slash wanking chat. Hot lava treacle shits can fuck off. More football chat, please. Five minutes of thoughts at the end of each Premier season and, and Champions League. C-O-Y-I. What's I? Come on, you. C-O what? Y-I. Oh, irons. Huh? Irons. Oh, fucking hell. Should have dropped a big rock on the pigeon's head, put it out of its misery. Yeah, I should have done, shouldn't yeah. I? But there was no rocks around. It's not like there was like a fucking surfeit of fucking bricks everywhere. Um, fuck the tushin slash goal kick method. You're not trying to kick its little head off into next week. Just need to kill it quick with a spade or a paving slab. It's the only true justified use of violence, wink. <laughs> and this is subheader one, yeah. which is for tushin. Ooh. Ammo for tushin on the Bradley Zero hate. Totally get this. His mini celeb status in Peckham is annoying. When I was in Peckham Plex with my squeeze, he marched in f to the front of the cinema before the film and makes a big spectacle about picking where he wants to sit, treating it as a stage. An ex of mine who went to art school with Bradley said for his final end of year piece, he ran bollock naked down a hall back to front in all of his... Sorry, down a hall and back in front of all his classmates. Take from that what you will. Uh, ammo fetish on Japanese hate. I visited yeah. a mate recently. She's a single mum with a ten-year-old son. Yeah. The son is well into his anime, which is fine. Yeah. And his mum, but his mum noticed that he's picking up all these archaic, misogynistic views—a yeah. woman's places in the home kind of shit. Yeah. Apparently, he's been going on, but going around school, telling the girls that they should manage their career expectations and that they'll never be a bad man samurai. <laughs> anyway, just the thought <laughs> on kids <laughs> passively picking up on Japanese yeah. misogynistic values from Jap media. Yeah. Something I've never that. thought of before. Yes, yeah, disgusting. Why does Shin hate the Malaysians? Best food. Do I hate the Malaysians? I don't hate the Malaysians. You just don't really care, do you? Uh, yeah, I just find them a bit weird. But yeah. Let, let them... Um, let them I mean, the, 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 the misogyny of, of Japanese culture is just one of my favourite bits, so... Yeah, you love that shit. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Agony Aunt Bish. Mainly one for Joe as he's the one in the long-term ting, while Tushin be dreaming of Ash Sarkar. Calls her a sket here. I'm not sure if she is. I wonder if she is. If she's, I feel like she gives off sket vibes. That's why I fancy her. Well, do I fancy her? No, I, I think she's, she's got a long term boyfriend. Sexy. Mm, nah, I reckon she doesn't. Girlfriend moving in. Me and my girlfriend have been going out for about two years now. Best relationship I've ever been in. She's super sound. Blah blah blah. She's moving into my flat in a few months, and I genuinely can't wait. However, the whole thing does come with a sense of impending dread. There is a feeling of finality about it, where this point now marks the end of a period of total independence and privacy, and the start of something new. 
What do you guys think? Am I just worrying about nothing? Should I just stop being a whiny, neaky little bitch and be grateful for what I've got? For context, no. my mates are all starting to get married off and couple of and a couple have kids. So there's the fear of an impending normie lifestyle that is going down like a cup of cold sick. Any thoughts? Yeah, I mean, you're trying to... I mean, it, from the sounds of things, it, it sounds like you don't really want to share your life with her. And part of her moving in is part of you opening up, you know, show, sh- literally sharing your life day to day with this person. I don't think you really want to do it. So I think if you don't want to do it, I think you should break up with her, to be honest. That's my advice anyway. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know whether he doesn't want to do it. It sounds a bit more like he's just scared of becoming having his life change, which is fair enough. Losing independence, which is what, yeah... Yeah, but is it really? Is, is it though? I don't think it is because, like, if you if think about, if you're going to be living with that person, that's yeah. But if you think about, like, what you know, how your life is, I'm assuming you know you're a 31 year old man who's, I'm guessing, got like a job, yeah, and uh, an income and all the, all the rest of it. So you can just like, just fucking go to work and go go for yeah, a drink after like, work and hang yeah, out with your mates on the weekend. Yeah, like, he totally. Yeah, it's not difficult. Nice. You don't have to be married at the hip. Yeah, but at the same time, I think sharing a space with some person, like, I can, yeah, I I can, I don't know, I've never had, I've never lived with a partner, but I can see living with a partner getting real fucking old, real fucking quick for me, Mm. especially the type of person I am, I do need a bit of personal space, Mm. so like, I don't know, I can just imagine it being fucking annoying well, you know, if you especially if you're just fucking annoyed like if you're just like fucking but annoyed that's, that person but that's or some shit. when i think it's good to like <laughs> i think it's good to have your own space actually yeah it is but that space doesn't necessarily have to be in your house and it also can be now so if you've got like a living room and a bedroom yeah. one person just goes <laughs> sits in bed and reads a book or whatever the yeah. other person watches telly it's like it's not difficult i don't know maybe it's part partly just knowing there's someone there it's like yeah, but Bitch, that's like, why are you there? <laughs> it's existing. I want to be alone. I don't know. I don't know. I think realistically, I actually, like, you know, realistically, though, we'll probably be fine. You'll get into that age 31 where pr- you'll actually probably enjoy it. If, if well, a lot of people anything. have done it before then. Uh, and then you've, you've kind of gone, the longer you leave it, the scarier it will become. Um, yeah, part of it is just like you don't want to end up like all your mates and what they're doing, but you know, eventually you do because you know you're the sum of the people that you hung around with anyway. So you eventually become like them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. Me. The last email, last, but uh, not this one's least. called Wifey. Joe, Lifey. can you please give the listeners some tips on how to find the one? Seems like you've done pretty well for yourself. Our tuition is out here struggling. For to find a one night thing, let alone Mrs. Balor. Well, please give the <laughs> good paying people some backstory on how you and your missus came to be. How do you keep the flame alight? What's the secret to your success? I've been single for over three years and can't seem to get things with girls past a couple of months. I'm sick of all the sad fleeting hookups and looking to find a woman to settle down with. So any advice would be greatly appreciated. Uh, my primary advice would be that the you shouldn't have to put the fucking effort in it should yeah, just be it should just be it should just be easy yeah like if you ever see any videos of like fucking old people who have been married for like you know 90 years um 
and they're like, oh, what's the secret to like a long marriage? And yeah. they all all say the same thing, which yeah. is like, we basically never fight. Like, we never go to bed on an argument. We're yeah. always just like, we always like each other yeah. constantly on a pretty much constant basis. Yeah. Uh, and that's how, and, that's, and that is the only thing really. There's no like, I think people with like relationships and long-term things, they kind of look, f- look at it in as if it's like, like a diet or trying to lose weight yeah. it's like there must be another way there must be something i'm missing yeah. here I think there must be um, like some th- there must be some magic yeah. that i'm not getting but the ultimately when you know yeah. you'll know <laughs> you'll know baby i think it's a bit i think also are you the one are they the ones ending this relationship after a couple of months or is it you yeah because I think that's a lot of the time when I talk to people who are like this, yeah. it's like cu- it becomes abundantly clear within minutes that, that it's a very them. much a them problem. Yeah, it's very it much a them problem. Like that, because I, w- even though I'm open to a long term thing, like I would never get into. A, I would never. I don't know. Like it just seems a bit weird to be looking for it yeah. so much. I don't know. I just I I don't know. I'm maybe I'm the weird one here, but the idea of trying to find the one, looking for the one. I swear, that's like some that's that you know how I met your mother shit. Like that's real, real, real. Mandem don't really move like that. Come yeah. on, fam. get a hey, get get. Hey, but you shouldn't fam. think about it in terms like that either, because it's yeah, like it's, it's it's hustling backwards, fam. It's yeah, yeah. Backwards. It's it just doesn't. It just doesn't make any sense that way. You're not meant to try to find it. You're meant to find it like that. Yes, yeah, just meant to sort of occur. Yeah. And, and uh, I think, you, and if you, f- and if you think you, and if you think if you come into relationships with a certain expectation, as well, a weighty mm-hmm. expectation like that, rather than just kind of take a, taking it for what it, what it is, and you know, some relationships are meant to only last a couple nights. You get me? If you're <laughs> listening, if you if you're listening out there, baby, go. We had our our relationship was perfect. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> it, it doesn't outstay its I'm welcome. Trying to, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to change my self image on this podcast so people might actually think I get in. I don't think that they will because I don't know. Do you know what? It's because I had. I have. Yeah. Just my long my dry spell was just too long that I'm basically a virgin again. So. <laughs> um, yeah, you certainly are. I do. Ha- I d- I'm giving off virginic. Virginal. Virginal. Is that it? It's a bit close to vaginal. You don't really have virginal vibes. You have more like, um, (coughs) you know. What? Just like. What? Just, I don't know, just like drought drought vibes. Drought vibes. Just like, why is it? I don't know why. I don't really know why it's not really happening for you like that. I I am out the drought. I am actually, to be fair, I don't talk about not being in a drought because it's not funny to talk about. Like, yeah, it's a bit weird if you yeah. just go, like, guys. I fucking had sex last night. Yeah, that's that's weird. <laughs> I had sex last night. It's like we're not in a fucking guys, guys, guys. guys. We're not in like I paid for sex last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I, I, I had an escort dream the other night, it's pretty good. I um, I didn't realize pussy was that expensive. It's mad expensive. I was hoping yeah. it'd be a lot more affordable. Yeah. Um, even just like brain, no. It's better because I, I, I'm not lasting an hour. So could I buy five minutes? Yeah, the uh, it's the, the hourly rate thing. Yeah. I think it's I think so. In my head, it's like you're supposed to work in like a dinner or something like that, or whatever. 
Or like, you know, because like some escorts... An hour, own... fam, if we're going Silk Road, yeah, nice <laughs> taking... Silk Road is probably the worst place to take an <laughs> escort. You imagine an escort comes and she's like fucking doled up to her nines, like yeah. some nine, eight, eight, nine out of ten. Yeah. And take her to fucking Silk Road. Yeah. Just so you can be like, uh, yeah, well, you let me order for you because you don't understand what's happening here. Yeah, and I'm like, babes, yeah, the homestyle cabbage, yeah, bangs. Because certain escorts will be like, I'm not going to any restaurant that's less than like Michelin, this Michelin yeah. stars. All the rest of it. Nah, fuck sushi, samba. I'm yeah, trying exactly, to, I'm, yeah. Do you know what? I'm trying to put sex workers on. When I went to Roka once. <laughs> What's Roka? It's like a modern Japanese restaurant. Right. I took my mum there for her birthday. and Yeah, um, yeah I took her there as well. <laughs> and uh, was, we were in there. And there was this guy sat on the corner. Like It was, it was like a sort of like where the kitchen was. There was like seating outside. So you yeah. could see what they're doing and all that. And uh, there was this guy, and he had, like, four... I mean, they must have been escorts. They were just, like, hot women. Right. And he was just sat with them. Yeah. And just buying bottles of champagne and just eating, like, expensive food and shit. I would like to live like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it looked fucking amazing. Yeah. There were so many escorts in that. It was a proper escort restaurant. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, it's in, like, Mayfair. It's, like, it's one of those sort of places. Right. Um, It's pretty good, though. I did look at him and think... I can't imagine being like a guy who looks at that guy and thinks that is so sad. Because you know, there's people but out I there. Think that's just like, most people, though. That's really? the fucked part. That's a fucked part. Most it's not sad. It's it's sick. no. It's it fucking so sick. sick. And also, he doesn't fucking think it's sad. No. No. I mean, it might be sad when he's like, like you know, seventy. Mm, he probably the thing. The fucked up thing is, he probably has kids. Yeah, had yeah, a wife yeah. or has a wife. Yeah. The fucked thing about these rich people is we, we want to think that they're actually just sad like us, but they're not. No. They don't have the same worries we do. Money is the best antidepressant. Uh, the other day, I was reading one of the notes at work where it was like, Mrs. XYZ, she's just frustrated that she can't find anything, anything in the price range of eight McMill. You know? It's just so what? hard. She like her price range is eight mil. Yeah, she was just like complaining about how she couldn't find anything. And that was like what? Because everything's more than eight mil. No, because there's just nothing good for eight mil <laughs> to her liking. Yeah, but, but imagine those, that was your compl- that, That's your biggest like. Worries, some of those like. people just like they had their taste is so bad, and oh, like yeah, and like the eight worst. the eight mil that they want is like some disgusting like fucking shit, like crap new build. Cr- like crud with terrible furniture and like oh, it's no, just designed like yeah, shit and new, it looks like shit. New builds aren't worth mills. Babes. Get to babes. They must be townhouses. Oh. Th- townhouses are worth like pen- the big boy penthouses. Penthouse suites, yeah, sometimes, yeah. But you don't want new builds. Um um all my all my property speculators out there, don't buy new builds. That's, yeah, that's my one. That's my one advice. If you do go into a new build, knock on them doors, not 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 doors, knock on them walls. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. I mean, when I was do doing the bongo. furniture thing, yeah, the fucking they're shit. They were shit. They're all shit. <laughs> they're, they're so expensive. They're they're put together slapdash, like they're just put up as quick as possible. And they're mad pokey as well. Like they're the shit. The, 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 the they're the, tiny. The bedrooms the one are beds. so small. Bedrooms. Are Absolutely tiny. That's mm. what I, I don't understand what they what, what, like what, what the fuck they're thinking. Mm. What's the yeah. point? Everyone is turning into Japan. Japan's shit. 
and they want you to be like them. They I want mean, they're bigger than Japan Japanese flats. Yeah, it's like living in Japan without all the other good shit. Yeah, fuck that, Jesus, that's mean. But that size place. flat in Japan would yeah. be like, I mean, the rent's not like you could live. That's I think it might be rent controlled actually. Where in Tokyo, like. Because you can live... I know people who like live in like Shibuya, which is like yeah. basically Leicester Square, which you'd never get here. Yeah. So I think like you can Shibuya. live... Shibuya. I think this nece- the necessity means that you have to do yeah. it like that because there's too many people there. So too you can't just have like mad, like, you know, like empty houses and shit. I'm just not trying to live like that, to be honest. Fuck that. What? Just fucking in a shed. It's not a but shed. Everything, it's just... Everything's bare futuristic, but you live in a shed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll tell you Give what. Give me a PS2 and a big living room. How um, small would a bathroom have to be for you to like be like, nah? Because the, uh, the, uh, the Airbnb, which is actually owned by a friend of mine or was, yeah. so we stayed there for free. Yeah. The bathroom right. was... The bath was here, so yeah. it went from about here yeah. to there. Yeah. And then the toilet was where I'm sat. And the sink was here. That's the bathroom. Yeah. Is that too small? That is too small, but I would use it. I would use it. No, I'm not saying w- you wouldn't use it, but like, what? could you live somewhere where the bathroom was like that? <sighs> what's the rent saying, isn't it? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's the most amount of rent you'd pay for a bathroom like that? No bed. The sofa pulls out to a bed. Oh, let me describe. Jesus. Let me describe the place. Yeah. Bathroom like that. Right. So you walk in the front door. Yeah. On the right. Yeah. It's like a small like hob cooking space yeah. with a sink, couple of cupboards. Yeah. And you walk forward, that's where the tiny bathroom is, and then you turn right and then there's a living room with a sofa that yeah. collapses into a bed. Just and then like a telly and mad. then a telly and a balcony. Yeah. The maddest thing about how Japanese people live is they live like how Romanian fucking workers. Yeah. Like fucking, you know, people make two quid an hour mm. toiling in the fields. They live in basically the same conditions. Yeah. It's like, why? What's the <laughs> point? Fucking get Fucking out of Japan, mate. <laughs> yeah. I've, I wonder that if that's how people look at us in London, though. They're like, what, you pay £4 to get on a bus? You dickhead. Yeah. You can just move to, I don't know, insert city, Berlin. I don't know, I've never been. But I'm, I'm hearing a lot of people like to go there now. It's annoying when you go to a European country and... Uh, all the tr- trains are like better. You can get to like halfway across the country yeah. for like fifteen quid, and the trains are all brand new, yeah. and like they've got like double decker trains, and the seats are all hench, yeah. and the windows are massive. Whereas here it's like eight hundred pounds to get to Nottingham. Yeah, it's like a fucking you, piece think, of shit. I think the lack of, I think the lack of people being able to just get on a train and see see cunts in different cities and just go to different cities is actually having a detrimental effect on the economy. Welcome welcome to my TED Talk. <laughs> it's called Nationalised the Railways. That's true, actually, because I would definitely visit... Yeah, if like, you... I think in, like, domestic tourism would skyrocket. Boom. It's absolutely fucking If you boom. could fucking... G- if you could and get... Business, literal business would boom, because then yeah. you could act like actual fucking business cunts could actually get yeah. to a city in two, three hours... Relatively not a lot. easy, yeah, and then don't, and they could just send, you know, like fucking any kind, 
but even just like going for like you know the weekend like it's it's like 25 pounds to get to brighton which is not yeah. even that far away yeah it's ridiculous but Stupid. to get to like god knows how much it is to get to like a party place like leeds or yeah to get to manny it's like 200 quid if yeah. you try to book on the same day yeah how how what i couldn't that's yeah you could that's 200 quid to book on the same day and then they cancel the train because they've not sold enough tickets fucking piss take anyway that's the end of this marxist podcast i'm stretching what do you think of that stretching my leg up i've been doing some i'll show you my dynamic stretches after after show me now i don't want to see actually i don't want to see it there's something about your pale thigh that's just they're so pale. I don't pink. know if you can tell, but I've not made no effort with my outfit today. This is basically what I wore to the gym. Yeah, fair enough. I, I, was, really, I, d- I was so resentful that I had to come here, really, in many yeah. ways. Because you had to. I had to, because yeah. you're busy tomorrow. Yeah, it turns out I might not be busy tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. I knew you were like... Because when I said, can we just yeah. do it tomorrow, you yeah. were like, yeah, if it's urgent, we can do it tomorrow, but only if it's urgent. <laughs> <laughs> fucking cunt. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, it's ch- I'll tell you what. It's been a really fun episode. I've really enjoyed yeah, this. Like, once one. again, you know, very sorry about the shy one episode. Um, yeah, this one. We we at least we laced you up with a super long one this time. Yeah, we've got this is this is long af. Um, you know, we 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 care. We love. We do. We we please. So you know. Oh uh, yeah. That's how we do. Um, we will see you. Next week, I think unlikely we'll have a guest, but you know what? Who can say? Who can possibly say? Yeah, one um, day, follow maybe. us at, at Joe underscore Bish uh, at two S H I N number two or underscore two S H I N on Instagram. And uh, yeah, are you just going to look at your phone while we do our outro? Yeah, I'm already done. All right, he's already done. Right, Bye. We'll see you later.